Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound. JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones. Seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Listen, we're giving away a free Hyundai Tucson. I cannot believe this is happening, and we need to make this a little bit louder so the people out there know what is happening. Yes, you only have until when, Joel? Saturday, September 25th, midnight. So Friday into Saturday, midnight. All right, you're going to go and you're going to write an essay uh, that's a maximum 100 words about why you or someone you love should get this free Hyundai Tucson. And I have breaking news for you. You might say, that would be cool, Zach and Donald, but I can't pay the taxes on the gift of a car. (laughs) Oh, Zach, why don't you tell them what is going to happen with the taxes? Yes, Donald, we are covering the taxes. You will not pay a dime in taxes if you win this free Hyundai Tucson. Just so I'm clear. Yes, Donald, go ahead. We're paying the taxes? Yes, we're paying the taxes on, on the, the Hyundai Tucson. Yes. So what you're going to do is, let's say you or someone you know in your life really could have their life change with a car. You can't get to that job that you really wanted. You can't visit that family member that really needs help being taken care of. This is not for someone who wants a car upgrade, okay? Please don't waste our time or, or iHeart's time or Hyundai's time. This is for someone who has a true story that will be verified, so please don't lie where your life will really, really be changed with the car. And the good people at Hyundai are going to give one winner a free Hyundai Tucson. I am very excited about this, and I'm very excited to read all of your letters because yes. you know I'm going to read them all. I bet you will. Joelle's going to tell you right now the website where you go to write your 100-word essay on why you should win the free, and I mean free, no taxes paid, Hyundai Tucson. 
for you or one of your loved ones. Oh my Joelle, gosh. tell them where to go. Okay, guys, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to www.fakedocshundaygiveaway.com. Again, the address is www.fakedocs, like this podcast, Hyundai, like the car you could get, giveaway, that thing we're doing, dot com. Check it out. Apply for you or a friend in need today. Yo, yo, I just got to say one thing real quick. Yes? Cue the motherfucking music! Hi, Casey! Hi! Hi. I never get to hear my theme song. Oh, you haven't heard it at all? No. Um, Donald? If you put on the headphones, I can play it for you. I think. Hold on one second. One second. Let me just make sure. Make sure. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Audio assets. Segments. (laughs) Casey. Local. Okay, let's see here. Shares. Open it up. Oh, if it takes you this long, Daniel, no wonder nobody's hearing it. it. Wow. (laughs) Casey coming with the fire. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Maybe I won't play it. (laughs) Casey, come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. So tell me what to do. I don't know nothing about raising these kids. And that's what it is. Fire. Yes. Fire. That's a hit. A That's a bop. That Casey, is a bop. That should be your ringtone. Joelle, are you making that a ringtone? Yes. Please. Is it available yet or no? It is not available yet, but we're hoping early next week. Okay. Oh, I there can't you go, everybody. Wait. You're going to have that ringtone. Casey, that needs to be your ringtone. Yes, mm-hmm. it will be. Um, I have to tell you guys, and then I'll let y'all start, but I just bawled my eyes out watching this damn oh. episode. Oh. It's oh, that cabbage. It's yeah. Oh, my God. They need to play that like right now on. I know. Television. Well, you know, interestingly enough, when the when all I'm just going to say this, but um, but since you're here, I'll say it. When all of COVID started, this ending was sort of th- this explanation of how a virus spreads was sort of going around the internet, yeah. and it's such a beautiful, uh, well, in this case, it's a beautiful articulation of how things spread. And then, of course, they play Coldplay's "Fix You" and, oh, and I then have goosebumps all over. And then you're done. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, it's true because it's like, it's not saying anyone's an asshole. It's just, it's that easy to just hurt someone without even knowing, you know, it's so right. Sad. And, 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 and just like what's happened, I'm sure with COVID so many times, someone doesn't know that they have anything dangerous. They don't feel any symptoms. And then they unknowingly pass it on to somebody else who is, is perhaps an old woman who could die from it. Yeah. And that person never knows. They go, oh, I wasn't sick. They don't know that they were a carrier that gave it to an elderly person that died. Yeah. Well, oh. it's worse than that now, man. It's so sad. This Delta version. I mean, I don't want to make. I don't want to make this episode about COVID. I mean, even well, we we can talk about it a little bit because that's what comes up. With, you know, this 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 green thing that that flies around the hospital is 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 really the perfect example of how COVID spreads. Yeah, and now and now the Delta version—it's you know—it's in kids now, and kids are getting sick, uh, and that's really scary. Being a father of two young children, well, um, bet. Well, if you have people in your life, listener, who uh, who are one later, of those babe, people, I love you. Sorry, are you talking to me or her? To her. Oh, okay. If you have people in your life, listener, dear listener, that are are are. I don't know, not believing the science of it all, show them this episode because it, I think it does in a very creative way show how a virus uh, is so easily transmitted. Has, how are you? Has, I'm great. It, I just want to say one last thing. It has nothing to do with 
She left her sunglasses. She'll be back. Maybe I should go and get her. Hold on. Casey, come down here. I don't know nothing about raising these fools. So tell me what to do. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. We don't need to hear you screaming. Yeah, I also need to ask him about the room that he's recording in, because that room is echoey. Well, we lost the magic of Donald in his closet. We did, unfortunately. The sound sounding so so good, so dead. Alas. Let's give him his notes. Hey. Daniel wants to talk to you about how shitty your new room sounds. Go ahead, Daniel. Okay. Well, it's just a little bit more echoey in there. Um, is it? Is there potentially like a different corner of the room you could use? Or um... yeah, I, I mean, not this episode, but yeah, for sure. No, I'll of course, a, of course. I'll get yeah, a. Yeah. Uh, I'll get a. Uh, I'll get one of those things. I'll get one of those things. I think I have one too. One a sound things. panel with yeah. some uh, foam nipples on it. Yeah, to surround the mic. That could work. The you know optimally, this is not you know preferable, of course, but it's like getting the corners of the actual room itself, because it's like yes, that will deaden it right around the mic, but your voice is still echoing off the you know the walls of the room. Okay. Um, but you know, but then again, I'll see how much I can fix with just effects. Maybe it's not going to matter at all. And when I get to ed- uh, editing episode four eleven or five eleven, then we'll okay. you know we'll see what we really need to do. We'll but anyway, just out. want to put that out there. Yeah. Yes, we'll you're very it echoey. It sounds like when we have Johnny C and he won't move from his dining room table, and he sounds very echoey. But even with like this that. microphone, it's like that. Yes, I mean, it's not a actually, function it's... of the microphone, Donald. It's a function of the sound waves bouncing off the corners. Of the room. Shut the fuck up. Let's go. You honor me. Five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story that you all should know. That was a wacky beginning of a Wait, show. Wait, so we're going to keep all that? Yeah, yeah. keep it all. Okay. Keep it all. Keep Donald even screaming at the top of his lungs for Casey. <laughs> my cabbage. My cabbage. Very wacky, wacky, wacky episode. Wacky episode and very predictable episode. Maybe because I remember I this. I didn't ep- predict it at all. Well, I remembered I, this. Maybe because I remembered the episode so well. But I, when you said, you know, I have an intern that keeps fucking up. I knew right then and there, it's cabbage, you know, that was right. clear when you were saying I have interns that are doing all these things. I knew it was just one person. Um, well, that I, was predictable. I remembered the green thing solely because it went, you know, viral. viral. No, no pun yeah. intended on the Internet when COVID started, because people thought, oh, my God, this is a really good representation of showing that. So I remember seeing that. I forgot that cabbage on his way out takes out Mrs. Wilk. Yeah. That fucker, Cabbage. Cabbage takes out a bunch of people, actually. But we don't even know. Cabbage, that's what's so fucked up, is Cabbage doesn't know that he, I forgot if Mrs. Wilk dies, I think she does, but he she doesn't dies, know that he, yeah. Yeah, so he doesn't know that he did it. Yeah. So Keith climbs into bed with me, and um, he gives me a kiss because he's intoxicated, and he thinks he's climbing into bed with Elliot. And, and I like, thought you were going to push him off. Well, all I, I say thought- is... Tender, yeah. <laughs> Tender. What a weird thing to say. Like you might. Isn't say, that a dating mm. app? No, that's Tinder. Tinder. You might. You might say if someone called you. Is like, that a mm. different? Is that different? Is it different? Wait, is Tinder and Tinder different? 
Yeah, Tinder is spelled T I N D R. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, and what is like Tinder for a fire, and he's saying okay. tender like a chicken tender or being I tender thought, with somebody. Holy shit! I thought Tinder was like. Oh, you thought, thought the dating se- app was, was tender? Yeah, I thought it was like a sexual <laughs> way of saying. Find your chicken oh. nugget on Tinder. No, he's saying that he no, thought like, because it's a dating app, like you're going to be tender with your lover. So yeah, it's, it's tender. like tender, tender moments. <laughs> It's more like Tinder fuck buddies. T- that's right. Right. I, I get that now. Right. Hot fuck buddies. Isn't yeah. Tinder the most uh, of all the apps, Daniel? I'm asking you because sure. you're in the know. Um, <laughs> isn't Tinder the most like hookupy one for straights? For the straights? <laughs> for the. <laughs> yes. That shit made me laugh so hard on Ted Lasso. Oh, like Grinder, and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, J- yeah just like Grinder." Mm-hmm. That shit's funny. You guys know I what I'm talking Bill, about. Yes, we I do. don't know. Yeah. I Bill, I told Bill that you've uh, that you came clean, um, <laughs> and then you you'd been lying the whole time about watching Ted Lasso. And what did he say? He, he thought knew. it was very funny. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said that Donald came clean, and then now he thinks it's the greatest show ever made. And he said, "Oh, I got to come on and uh, and talk about that and make fun of him." Can't wait. Anytime. Yeah, the man's on fire, man. Yeah. I'm so proud of him. He's killing it. Yeah. Okay, so then I I see you and I say he's a decent I had in my defense, Keith's a decent kisser. Right. So when I when I I guess when I woke up I left out a, a pleasure moan. Right. I mean, and it's a little bit it's a little bit unclear, but it sounds like when when it wasn't just a cuddle. It sounds like I woke up and we made out a little and then I let out a pleasure moan. <laughs> <laughs> And then I say something like, you say something like, well, don't you have any college things where you uh, almost hooked up with a guy or where you drunkenly hooked up with a guy? And then we look at each other. Yes. And we realize we can't hang out for about two weeks. Yeah, this is just a stupid story point to have you hang out with Elliot and not me, I guess. But we learned that we must have made out in college. In college. Drunk, Drunk out of our minds, we totally hooked up. Shocking. We had a sword fight. Have you ever had a drunken um, sword fight with a man? No, I've never had a drunken sword fight with a man. Sober? I, sober sword fight is another <laughs> story. Have you crossed streams? Well, yeah, when you're kids, you always cross streams, don't you? Okay. When we're all know. standing at the urinals? I've been there. I've been, I used to try and freaking make it. I was like, let's make it so it, when it connects, it looks like one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make our ropey streams one. <laughs> well, I don't know about ropey. Have you found that your stream isn't as strong as it once was? Oh, no, it's nowhere near. Like when I was in my 20s or early in my teens, that shit was like fucking. I know. I miss a thick stream. I listen to my kid go to the bathroom. That dude sounds like. He's... I know. It sounds child. like a thunderous, like a th- <laughs> it's raining and thunder and lightning is outside. This is like. <laughs> And we're only in 46 and 47. What the fuck? My shit comes out and it's like, drip. <laughs> triple drop? Triple, triple, triple drop? <laughs> Especially in the morning when you wake up. Oh, Dana, why it. are you making that face? You're headed to this. So if you haven't happened to you yet, just wait. I, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly ready for it. I'm just saying, if it's really dribble drop, you should probably talk to your No, but that's that. what happens to seniors. But we're definitely, you definitely I'm on my way. I'm at on hashtag 46. Um, okay. You don't have a... A thick, ropey stream. Oh, my God. It's like ropes. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. So Cabbage is really a fucking mess as a doctor, right? Yeah. Well, he's not only a mess as a doctor. He's like, he's, I, I wouldn't say he's aloof because aloof, you kind of have a, you have some sort of a knowledge that you're, that you're fucking up. This dude is oblivious completely to yes. the fact Although that he I did is a laugh when he doctor. When he fucks up the IV and I go, got some on you, look out. I go, no, no, that's some of the fun that you can have. Right. <laughs> but no, but look, and the fact that JD's covering for this dude, cause he kind of reminds him of himself and right. you know, it's, uh, it's a very dangerous game that he's playing because he doesn't, he doesn't like Keith because Keith's banging Elliot. Like yeah. we're, we're not really clear on why he doesn't like Keith. He doesn't oh, like Keith, obviously because Keith's, um, you know, he's jealous that he's with Elliot, even though he wouldn't say that. Right. Keith's very handsome. He looks like a Ken doll. He's ripped. He's got abs and dynamite areolas. Mm -hmm. And um, we also learn from Cox that he's the best intern that the hospital has. So for all these reasons, J JD is green with envy and, uh, and, and wants, to, wants to take him down. Right. When really, this dude's probably going to be his... I don't know if Keith ever becomes an ally, an ally, or does JD hate him throughout their whole, this whole relationship? I don't know. We'll have to watch the rest of the show to find and I, out. And, I, and now I'm wondering how they break up, because I, I know they get serious at some point, too. Well, Travis did a good job. So Travis you did know a great how, job. You know, how you, know, uh, you know how you know you're doing a good job? They keep giving you more and more episodes. Yeah. He's really come a long way in like the three, four episodes that he's been in so far. He's yeah. already starting to fit in pretty well. You can, and yeah, and you can also see that the actor himself gained confidence, and, yeah. and which that's what of I meant. Course, yeah, of course that would happen. You know, you you come into this cast that's been doing this for five, four and a half years, and you're asked to just you know get up to speed and and join them, and it's it's intimidating. And I think Travis did a really good job. Yes, he did. Um, Mrs. Wilk is finally going home, and Judy gets her a giant card. I give a courtesy laugh. But I'm way more excited to present my present, which is a DVD of famous centers because she likes basketball. And you even and got it signed by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I got, got it signed by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and everything's going great until Keith comes in, and his father plays flag football with the actual Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I guess so, That which is yes. hilarious, which is hilarious <laughs> in itself. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar playing flag football. First, how long are the flags? Two, right. who's he playing with? Because how is anybody going to even be able to reach up and grab said flags? I don't know. But I love that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar likes to act because, as we know, he was in the airplane films. Yes. Uh, he was just on Dave, the TV show. I don't know if so you So good. So, yeah. yo, you, did you, by the way, do you see the most recent Dave? It's really bizarre and good where he goes to work with um, the famous Rick producer. Rubin? With, yeah. Great episode. I, I love that Really one. good episode. Donald, you're not watching it yet, huh? I have yet to watch Dave. I can't. Listen, have you learned any lesson from us begging you to watch Lasso and now you love it? Is there any lesson that you could learn that maybe you'd try Dave? I mean, it's about rap. It's about rap. <laughs> that mean, that doesn't mean much to me. It's not Wu-Tang. Is Wu-Tang on it? No. Wu-Tang's forever. Remember that Dave is Hold temporary. On. I'm going to guess. Let me, let me guess. The pads are still not labeled. Let me guess. What you trying to get into? Nope. Wu-Tang forever. Wu-Tang forever. Until little Dicky has Wu-Tang on the show, I'm not interested. Okay. I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't, I'm bullshitting. Great show. I, I just haven't I just, think, I, just think, I just thought you may have learned a lesson when you, got, when you had this epiphany. You went, you guys begged me for so long, and I love Ted Lasso. 
You know what I did start watching was Doogie Howser. Why? Because why not? That shit holds up, man. That shit is a freaking. That just, shit of all the things on television, I don't understand why of all things you chose Doogie Howser. No offense to Doogie. Thank you. That shit is fire. Yeah, that theme song was it, dope. It, it literally, it really does hold up. What doesn't hold up is the little uh, typing at the end. Yeah, when he, he he writes in his journal. Yeah. It's it's good in the beginning, like in the first season and the second season. By the end of it, not so much. But Why have you decided to binge Doogie Howser? I just I don't, don't understand. Know. I don't know. Have you tried any adult programs? <laughs> Doogie Howser's not for adults? I think Doogie Howser was meant to inspire teens. I like, uh, I, I don't know. Then You like I, what you like. You like what you like. I, I, I like what I like. I think you might like Dave because it has a lot of things you like. You said that he about is, Atlanta. I didn't, like, I didn't like Atlanta. Okay. You didn't like Atlanta. Joelle, look, Joelle almost fell off her chair. Look at her. I don't, <laughs> go fuck about, I don't go fuck how everybody feels about that shit. I like just what I like. It's just face. that simple. Yeah. You're very much allowed. Joelle, you need a fan. Joelle's like a woman who needs to be fanned right now. I feel like I do need to be fanned a little bit because it's maybe one of the most ingenious original shows right. to grace. I didn't. Me. I didn't hate Atlanta. I just didn't have time for it. You know, that's how it all goes. Right. Let's but move Doogie on. Doogie Okay. Okay. Listen. Doogie Hauser all day, every day, just like Wu Tang Forever, baby. I'm gonna need Doogie Hauser all day, every day on the soundboard, man. <laughs> well, I'll cut that. Um, we should, we could, I'm sure we could get Neil Patrick Harris to come on and talk about it. I would his, love his, to have Neil his, Patrick Harris on the show okay. to talk about well, Joelle, I told we him to his to face. I told him to his face. I was like, listen, man, you don't know. Doogie Howser, when I was a kid, I fucking wrote. I, for real, I was ride or die Doogie Howser fan, man. Like, okay. Well, everything he went on. to his representatives and see if he'll come on. And He's talk busy. About that dude works. He does so much. But if he does, I'll be he very excited. He does a lot of things. But this is a very popular podcast, Donald. We can get anyone you what do you want? The Rock, Tom Cruise, we can get anybody. You could get The Rock? We can I'm get sure the rock. we could get The Rock. Yes, Joelle, don't make that face. I could get The Rock. I know The Rock. You know awesome. Kevin? I'd love to have the, the face was could The Rock and I be on the same Zoom call? That is blowing my mind a little bit. Yeah, that automatically makes me want to smile. Like what? I can't. <laughs> it's just like just The Rock what? on the same Zoom call as me and me be I just it's just Okay, I'm going to get The Rock. Uh, if, I can make If you could get The Rock, if you could get, this would be the, the shit. The Rock if has you, nothing to do with Scrubs. At least you brought on, you brought up Neil Patrick Harris as a show you loved and are binging now for some reason. I could get him. The but Rock if you could get The Rock and Kevin Hart, that would make my life. <laughs> if right. you could I get like, the two of I like them. to do the impossible. I like to do the impossible. Or if you could get Snoop Dogg, that would be the best day ever. No, man. I don't think Snoop Dogg's <laughs> right. I would smoke weed with Snoop Dogg and you all. Oh, that would be the, the weed episode. I don't know if the li- I don't know if the listeners really want to listen to you baked talking to Snoop Dogg, but maybe they do. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they know. do. <laughs> How could you not want to listen to me baked with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> all right, for shizzle. I'll for get shizzle him. dizzle. <laughs> so then, um, it turns out that uh, Keith Kareem Abdul Jabbar says that that's not my signature on the DVD. Apparently, JD has forged his yes. signature. He's giving this Wilk a, a DVD present, and he's he's chosen to forge Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's signature. Yes. And uh, and then I pretend that he's uh, uh, mentally disturbed, and I say, back to the psych ward, Mr. Rosenberg. Is that what that joke was? You didn't understand it? I didn't get it, because he said, 
every I think everybody knew that that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I, I know get... that's why JD's pretending that he's a mentally ill man who's pretending to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I say back to the psych ward, Mr. Rosenberg. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're just getting that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just didn't see the connection because it's clear that it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And I know that's what's so stupid about the joke. That's what's so stupid about JD, man. JD yeah. doesn't. Does JD not realize that it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? JD feels that. He can, uh, he can, he can sway the room. Yes, he can sway the room. <laughs> he can, he can plant a seed of doubt in Miss Wilk's mind. <laughs> By the way, Miss Wilk was not nearly as impressed as she should have been that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar walked into her. She room. seemed pretty impressed. She was real happy. I know, but I mean, then the subject got changed, and we're all just talking to Kareem. No one's flipping out. I mean, he's such a cool dude, too, man. Like. After Scrubs, I met him once before Scrubs, and he was nice, but after Scrubs, every time I see him, he always says hi. And if you know Kareem, he doesn't always do that. You know what I mean? Like, he, he'll, there are a lot of people that have asked Kareem for autographs and stuff, and he doesn't do that. He's like, I'd rather shake your hand because that feels more personable. Like, that's more, that's mm-hmm. more of a connection, right? And uh, every time I see him, I'll be like, hey, Kareem. And he'll stop and go, hey, man, how's it going? And then he'll turn around and keep going. But mm-hmm. and keep walking. That's a that's a luxury. Not a lot of people get that, and I'm very happy to say I get that. And I hope it's you've because reached, we work together. You've reached hello, how are you status? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the great you should, Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar. I know you're not going to watch the show, but he all, <clears throat> he had a very funny cameo, bizarre, bizarre guest appearance on Dave. But apparently, the man. I mean, clearly, the man likes to act because he's he's uh, on a lot of stuff. He's a fabulous writer. He's a wonderful writer, right? And he's a wonderful, a wonderful activist, too, like an amazing activist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mick Head is uh, out of prison and handing out <laughs> orange jumpsuits. Yes, which makes it so that you know we're in California. California is, can't be the only place with orange jumpsuits. In New York, it's like stripes with freaking uh, the jail. I know, stuff. but orange jumpsuit is sort of like a trope of, a, of prison garb. I, I think I, it might I, only... I don't know. You know what? I don't know, but I I believe that's the California. Joel's going to look it up for you. But I I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, it's that's just you know when people say they want someone to go to jail, they're like, oh, can't wait to see that guy in an orange jumpsuit. Okay, I truly believe I could be wrong, but I okay. do believe that it is. Joel is researching where orange jumpsuits come from. I got. Uh, yeah, Arizona oh. Department of Corrections has it, and also in Australia. And then LA. So. And that's it. Arizona, California, and Australia are the only places where they have orange jumpsuits. Why are you so sure about that? According to Wikipedia, in the United States, to make escape more difficult, prison uniforms in the United States often consist of a distinctive orange jumpsuit. And then they have different <laughs> colors for different levels of uh, There you of go. I never, I never put two and two together that was to prevent escape. That's, that's part of it. I got, and that's why they, the other one is striped, so you stand out. I bought, I bought an orange sweatsuit. I immediately decided I wasn't going to wear it anymore because <laughs> people were looking at me a little funny, I think. Like you escaped? <laughs> like I escaped from the jail, from the prison system. Okay, now this crow thing is so fucking stupid. I mean, I don't even understand. I, 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 far be it for me to criticize the master bill. But this, this was the funniest thing. part of the episode to me. You didn't like it? The crow? That fucking threw the pin at Cox and, dropped the, and then Cox throws the bedpan at your face? Yeah, the, well, the, the crow comes funny, into the wrong the, room. The crow comes into the wrong room, and he turns around. He said, "I said one thirty-six," and then he looks at the sign, and it's one thirty-six, and he stands corrected. 
All you right. didn't laugh at this shit? Were you, you didn't stoned? Laugh at... Dude, I'm always stoned when I watch this show. This is one of the best shows to watch, though. Oh, okay. But I thought you said you were on a weed break. So I was like... I, I am I... on a weed break. I don't smoke it when we do the podcast anymore. Oh, okay. Calm down. You told me that you liked it better when I didn't smoke on the podcast because I'm I do. quicker. Yeah, right. I do. Yes. Right. So I decided before the podcast, I'm not going to smoke. I'll smoke after Okay, the good. Now, I said... I, I'm just conflating my watching viewing experience with yours because I usually watch right before we right. do the show. I do not. I don't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, yes, this is very stoner friendly, The Crow, and I was not uh, partaking. I'm not surprised that you found it hilarious. That shit was fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> the janitor, dude, the janitor tra- trains. The I don't crow. know if he trained the crow or he the does crow train was- the crow. No, I think the crow, the crow was already trained because he said, "Let's see what else you can do." The crow made tiny furniture for his wreath. <laughs> the crow lives in an old Christmas wreath. Yes. And the crow, amongst many things, understands English, understands commands. Also can- understands the art of mime. <laughs> what do you mean the art of mime? The fucking crow pretended to be dead at the end oh, of the episode. I wouldn't have said the art of mime. The, the, crow, the crow knows how to pretend play possum. he's dead. The, the, the crow knows how to play possum. And it got like flicked in the head by Kelso, <laughs> and and even gets plucked, and even gets plucked, and freaking stays still now, until why Kelso does runs the janitor. Why does the janitor? I wish the crow um, made more episode appearances. Oh my god! Why does the crow? <laughs> why does the janitor speak Spanish to the crow? Because he named the crow Sanchez. <laughs> by the way, not Sanchez. Sanchez. No, Sanchez. <laughs> Just like Raccoon, Sanchez. Raccoon. Raccoon. <laughs> raccoon oh, and Sanchez. Dear listener, I hope that if you need to say the word raccoon, you say it. Raccoon. Right. Hmm. That shit had me rolling. I wish Sanchez would make more All episode right, well, appearances. I'm, well, here you go, guys. This is uh, the difference between two different viewing experiences. But <laughs> Sanchez... <laughs> How about when Todd comes into comes the back. hospital? <laughs> That's that, the funniest okay. part. Of, no, I have a question. No, no, no. Wait, I have a question. Well, yes, funniest, okay, go ahead. funniest go ahead. part of the episode by far is Todd coming in with the green infection um, tint on, yeah. on his anus and his mouth. And his, and, his, and his crotch area. I didn't see it on his crotch. I saw yeah. it on his butt cheeks it's, and his mouth. A, so here's and then a, he, says, he says he loves Chinatown. Now, now, I think that, that, now this is where I have issues. What? So was this his first time ever going to Chinatown? Well, what I inferred was that he went to Chinatown and went to a brothel and partook with both men and women. For the first time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he's, he, said, he acts like he's never been to Chinatown. And Chinatown is awesome. That's yeah. what he pretty much said. And I guess, I guess it could have only been a woman, but there was clearly ass play. So a lot of ass play. It made me. It made me think that it, there was also some male. We know that Todd is is uh, fluid. Yes. So, uh, so I, I assumed in my mind that the Todd went to a brothel that had both um, Asian men and women, and he hung out with them both. Yes, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I won't let Keith. Because I'm such a prick, go to his grandmother's funeral. Yeah, I say, Keith, Keith. Keith, I realize you'd like to go to your grandmother's funeral on Saturday. Heck, we all would, but you can't just take a day off whenever you feel like it. 
<laughs> and then we learn that Cabbage is allowed to go to what the zoo? Yeah. Oh no, see no to see King Kong. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, because he's an ape enthusiast. Yes, because well, he's an ape enthusiast. And then Cabbage does a very funny gorilla impression. By the way, this episode was directed by John Inwood, our cinematographer, for all eight and eight years. Yeah. Um. I have a question to ask you. Is it John's first uh, episode directing? Uh, probably I'm, not. I don't Joelle, so. will you look that up for me? I imagine he was directing, but he got to direct before. But there's some cool the trick shots, you know, with the bedpan and, and, and the crow that John came up with. Obviously, you can... He did a really good job on this. Um, yeah. I just want to ask you one question. You, I need you to be honest with me. Go ahead. When Cox mentions Dr. Acula, did you get excited? Yes. Me I, as I, me and Zach, yeah, me, me as, Zach as Donald Faison got <laughs> so excited, got so excited, and it doesn't go anywhere. I don't know why Bill yeah. decided to have why. What in what world would Cox read the Doctor Acula screenplay? I have no idea, but the fact that he doesn't think it sucks. No, and I then I asked him if he liked day. the I asked him if he liked the Transylvania dream sequence, <laughs> and he didn't want to talk about it. He was like, no, he he was out of compliments after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But I imagine he did. I think he I did. I wonder why – I really wonder why Cox took the time to read Dr. Acula. He read the whole screenplay. Yeah. But the he would, But that was all he was going to give, J.D. He was not right. going to comment on the Transylvania dream sequence. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of dream sequence, this this is arguably – The best in the world. The I laugh so hard. And the, the best and the weirdest. I laugh so hard at the fact that these two are bathing a pumpkin. All right, wait, we got to go slowly. Okay, Don't rush. Right, let's Don't go, rush. Let's go, let's go. Uh, this is John's fourth episode. Sorry. He did okay. My Lucky Night, Her Story, and My Boss's Free Haircut. That shows you how I'm no Trevor Wiki, everybody. This is John's fourth episode. We are going to talk about probably the weirdest fantasy in Scrubs history, maybe up there, top 10, uh, when we come right back after this break. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash real friends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. And we're back. And we are back from that break. Welcome forever. Welcome back from that break. Fake doctors, real friends, welcomes you back from that break. Did you like, um, did I send you me singing um, Les Mis with my friend Preston? I really did enjoy that. Preston did you can like really it? sing. Well, it's clear who's the Broadway performer and who's why do you not. Gotta, why do you got to fucking turn this into a diss of me? It's not a diss. It's just that Preston is really fucking good. And yeah, you... but he's playing fucking Javert on the national tour. I can't sing like that, but I thought I held my decent own community theater self. I wouldn't say community. I would say more uh, high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pissed. You know what, Joel and Daniel, I'm going to send you this video. My buddy is it. it. It's, it's really good. It I really is good. It. And here's the, no, here's the honest and goodness thing. Zach sings on it, and when he sings, I was like, very good, Zach. But then he made the mistake of sending his buddy singing on it, too. And then it was like, oh. No, here's what happened. My buddy That's the Preston, difference. My buddy Preston is staying with me, Okay. He is an amazing Broadway singer and piano player and tap dancer, and he can do anything. This he's time. a perfor- he's like a straight up perf- like a straight up performer. There's nothing he can do when he walks into a room and they say, "Oh, wh- which part do you sing? Uh, baritone, tenor, soprano?" He's like, "He's like, oh, which one do you want me to sing? Which one do you want me to sing?" He has the sickest range ever, and he bef- before COVID shut Earth down was playing Javert in Les Mis on the national tour. Wow, he yeah, has there the you most. Go. He has, that, he has that kind of voice. So we're hanging out at my piano, and we start singing one of the, the confrontation with Jean Valjean scenes together. And Josh Radin was here, and he started videotaping it. And I kind of did okay. And you I did said, gr- No, you did great. Hold on. Don't get it twisted. You did great. It's just that when he sings, oh my God. it's a jump. That's all. Okay, I get it. I'm not saying you suck. I was very impressed. 
I was like, look, go on, Zach, go on. Yeah, that's like saying it, when you, if you're hanging out with your buddy Savion Glover and you're doing moves and it looks well, good, and I, then Savion I, I, Glover I'm, ruins I'm, it when he I'm starts. I'm so easy. I, I'm be- See, that's the difference between you and I, Zach. I know when to say, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. He did fucking shut me down. I could take it. You can't. You're no, Zach. I'll, you're you're Zach Braff. It can't I'm be g- that way. I'm gonna send Daniel and Joel this video, and their response is not gonna be yes. Your voice is not as good as Preston's. Their reaction is <laughs> gonna be not bad, Zach. Well, I didn't say you were bad. I didn't say not bad. Mm-hmm. I said it was great. I said you oh, were great. Let's you know not you get it eat? twisted. You know what you should eat? Let me guess. A bag of dicks. No, I was gonna say D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the pumpkin fantasy. So let's just go through this, okay? Let's After you eat slow. a bag of dicks. Donald, let's go slow. Okay. Your character, JD has a fantasy that Turk won't be a good parent. Because Carla says Turk won't be a good parent. Carla says it? Oh, sometimes I worry about you being a father. Yes. Now. Okay, so in the fantasy, you... I'm on my way home from picking from the, up the Halloween from the pumpkin. From the pumpkin and, patch. Right. And you leave the baby at the pumpkin patch. Where another person finds the baby and takes them and raises the baby on its own. Right. When I bring you the baby bring... home. Yes. Carla, when Turk brings the baby home, Carla says, well, it is cute. Yes. And you you as a couple decide that you're not concerned about your real human no. baby. We Fuck no that. longer you're gonna, no. you're gonna raise this pumpkin as your child. We're gonna raise this pumpkin. <laughs> Okay, so you raise the pumpkin. We see the first bath. We see the first. We see the pumpkin playing little league and gets yes. hit by a pitch. Yes, a lot. By the way, a lot of time was put into this fantasy. But usually, the fantasies are like quick pops. This was. This took a lot of photography. This was a day of filming. It, it plays little league, and then, and then we see you at the college graduation with the yes. pumpkin. No, the high school graduation with the pumpkin. I think it is. Okay, I I, I think. Yes, high school graduation. Right, and you're—it's wearing a—it's wearing a cap. Yes, <laughs> it's, you know, the, it's 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 graduated. It's graduating, and then yes. you drop the pumpkin. Yes, and the pumpkin splatters all Cracks over the crack and, and, or, or and shattered. Right, whatever it is, pumpkin does. It's destroyed, and right. while you and Judy are mourning the death of the pumpkin, well, we think we could save it by putting it back together. Right, Turk's actual kid, Junior, Christopher yes. Junior. Comes around this corner. Yes, he comes around and the corner. recognizes his mother and dad, father. <laughs> yes, he well, he looks exactly like his father. Right, and he recognizes them, and he's so thrilled. There's finally going to be a reunion. All of this, he doesn't seem upset that he was left at the pumpkin patch. He's just too excited to see them, and they're excited to see him also, knowing, holy shit, okay, the pumpkin died. The pumpkin that we decided we were going to raise instead of looking for our son. <laughs> The pumpkin that we decided we were going to raise instead of looking for our son has now died. Fuck that thing. Yeah. The real deal has finally, the real, the prodigal son returns. Yes. And you (laughs) lovingly, because you're so thrilled, call him towards you. Yeah. Come to me, son. You get your butt right over here. And then. In crossing the street, he gets run over by a bus. (laughs) (laughs) And it makes the day even worse because not only did we lose the pumpkin that we decided to raise instead of looking for our kidnapped son. Yeah. We also lost the you've son lost, that returned to us. You've lost both sons. Yes. Donald, can you remember, well, Daniel, can you remember another fantasy that went on that long in Scrubs history? I think that's the longest one. 
maybe no no because i don't can't remember any that changed location even dude it goes from it it's in a car it's not only in a car <laughs> it's at the pumpkin patch they shot the it graduation. For, they shot it for a full day full day of work i remember i remember <laughs> you you never forget this shit you never forget when you're like wait a were second you laughing get, while you were yeah, doing this? i didn't understand it i was like let me get this straight <laughs> the pumpkin is our kid and they were like yeah i was like all right whatever you say <laughs> I liked him in his little uh, graduation gown. Yeah. So cute. The fact that the fucker graduated high school. What about when the pitcher hits him in the in the helmet in the head, and, <laughs> yeah. and you you and Judy get all mad, like, and, and tell him to rush the mound. That pumpkin's <laughs> yeah, not going to rush the mound. <laughs> yeah, the pumpkin can't move. How did the pumpkin get up to bat? I'm sure someone placed him there. How did how the pumpkin? Get... How did the pumpkin get the hat on and the bat in its hands? Like how, how did, did <laughs> how did the pumpkin um, successfully attend high school? Let's 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 <laughs> let, let me ask, let me let's just say this. Let's say the pumpkin does get a hit. Let's just let's just say that this happens. Okay. How the fuck does the it'll pumpkin? Probably, get... It would probably be a bunt. How did the pumpkin get from first base to from home plate to first base? Maybe they're allowed to roll him like a bowling ball. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> maybe that maybe because he's special, they have an agreement that they can roll him to first base. The pumpkin graduated high school. How the yeah. fuck did the pumpkin make it through math? I don't know, but I just got to say this: this I think in five years that we've watched so far is uh, one of the most bizarre. I know we've got other one bizarres, other more bizarre ones coming up, including when your goat Turk. Goat Turk's coming soon. <laughs> I was trying. No, wait, not only goat Turk. Not only goat Turk. I'm fucking. I'm, don't I become a plant too? There's plant Turk too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's plant Turk. <laughs> yeah. What was what was plant Turk? I don't know. I don't know. I think I think they grew him from my uh, missing nut. Oh, <laughs> that's right. We plant your nut. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We plant your, we plant, we plant your, your removed testicle, yes. and uh, and it grows into plant turk. And, I, and, and and in one episode, don't I have a a a, a testicle that is uh that, that's warm that, that's warm. It's like a radiator. Yeah, and, and Rob and I and Rob and I, Rob, Rob you and, and and Cox and Doctor Cox, we gather around it for heat because we're camping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith oh is God. upset that he doesn't have a nickname. <laughs> and he says, my, JD says, not everyone can just come up with a nickname. He says, my last name is Dude Meister. Right. Hmm. And then Cox says, you think the Dude Meister? You, wait, you're talking about the Dude Meister? He's one of the best interns in here. And you go, right. the name's too long. It's never going to stick. It's too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, amongst showing uh, Cabbage's mistakes, they do a little riff on the x-ray being backwards which yes. comes from our title sequence where the yes. where everyone in the medical community likes to tell us that the x-ray in the title sequence is backwards i'd like to, to believe I, I i know that we've had bill on here and we've asked him about it and he said it was an accident but then it turned but then he said that they you know he's always well i've said always it was said on purpose i've I, I think it was not on purpose there's no right. way but i think that i've always said well i've rationalized it by saying oh that makes sense because they're interns they're fucking up and also it scrubs it's a comedy right but this i thought it was a clever comeback when they were brainstorming for ideas for 
cabbage to have a fuck up. One of them involved a lung x-ray backwards. Right. Um, when we see Rob, um, in, uh, his peep, you can see it bounce again um, in it, the locker does, room. I don't, know if, I don't know if you notice. It's not, it's not held down. It's not, it's not like, um, what do you, you know when you have a pickup truck and you sort of ratchet strap things to the bed? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Rob's cock <laughs> needs ratchet straps. Because it's bouncing. Joelle, didn't you notice? It bounces. It's, right. it's loose it in there. It was definitely doing a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, this is what, <laughs> like, this is, this is what I, this is, but this is crazy, man. On NBC, they allowed this. You wouldn't be able to see this on ABC, man. I know. On NBC, they were like, it's bouncing in, it's bouncing in the banana hammock. So yeah. what? We don't care. I would have thought that they would have tied it down to his leg or just really somehow braced it. <laughs> but in this scene where he's doing the rat tail yeah you see and i that? told you guys i told you guys that there's a picture out there of aloma and fucking judy, judy looking, looking at, at right. that penis mm-hmm. i saw it on instagram that wasn't even um, like a side look they, they were looking straight they at were it. straight, straight at it. yeah yep. straight on you're correct listen don't at me but fix you is one of the most beautiful songs ever Oh, oh, it's great! Oh, it's such a good song. Gets me I time. just, I just like I. Uh, how many? I've heard "Fix You" an infinite number of times, Ugh. and I it started playing in this episode, and I got goosebumps down all my legs. It's, it's just such a noble song, you know what I mean? It's so noble. It's a, a, a it's a, a man realizing that his, the love of his life is hurting so bad because of her loss. Right, is that what it's about? That he yes. wrote it for Gwyneth Paltrow when her father yeah. died, right? Yes. Right. And he's trying to, and he's like, I'll fix you, knowing that he can't. The only thing that's going to fix her. I'll try to fix her. Yeah. You. Only thing that can fix her is time, you know? Yeah. It's such a beautiful song. And I've seen a lot of Coldplay concerts, and it's, you know, how bands rotate all their songs. They always play Fix You, and they do it in the most amazing way because. Actually, if you've never seen the video for Fix You, um, go on YouTube and check it out because it's really cool. It sort of shows you a little bit about what they do in the show because the video, as the song starts slow, Chris Martin's alone and he's sort of walking through the streets and he's singing, you know, very simply. And then as as it builds and builds, he starts sprinting, right? And he sprints and then he sprints into the arena and he runs out on stage to like, 80,000 people just as the song kicks in and pyro goes off and it's thrilling. And that's kind of what happens in the show. Um, so look up the music video on YouTube. It's really, really good. You know, I would love to be a musician just to recreate that for myself. Like, I'd love to be a rock star just for that alone. Like, oh, my like, God. Just in this scene, you're going to run in and everybody's going to scream for you. And you wrote the song. And that's what's right. so crazy about it. In the, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the stadiums when he does it, He'll, there's like usually like, you know, how at big bands will have like a long runway, you know, down through the uh, stadium. He'll, he'll uh, be down at the end of the runway, uh, you know, in the, in the audience. And then he runs, runs, runs down and then leaps up into the air and then pyrotechnics go off. And the whole fucking 80,000 people are singing his song. I can't think of a higher, uh, I can't think of a higher high a human being could have. Right. And it's not, and and and, and 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 the kicker, you wrote it, and, and everyone right. is fucking singing your song. Right. Um, that is right. that is an unbelievable high, man. I it has to be. I remember I did I, 
I walked out on stage and sang with Gloria Estefan, coming out of the dark, when I was in high school. And I was a part of a repertory company, and she chose my repertory company to sing with her at Madison Square Garden for three nights. So for three nights, I would walk out on stage during Coming Out of the Dark with Gloria Estefan. And when I tell you, it like you cannot imagine the feeling. And I'm in the back, like we're background, she's in front singing the shit, and we're background, I don't even think the mic was turned on, you know what I mean? But just the feeling of the crowd going nuts as you walk out, even if they're not screaming for you, it just felt so good, you know? It feels yeah. so amazing. Like, I know Josh gets a, a rush when that happens to him. I know Carrie well, there's something gets a so rush. extra spe- I mean, we've been in plays and, and stuff, but and, and that's obviously a small audience. But I always think about, like, singers, particularly singers that write their own music. Like, the idea of being up there and then they hold the mic to the crowd and, like, 80,000 people sing their lyrics to them. Yeah. I just think I, I can't imagine a higher high than that. No, there is no such thing. There, it can't be. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe uh, Jaleel White's purple Urkel diesel, whatever the weed is that he has out. Have you tried Jaleel White's weed? He's supposed to come hook me up, man. Jaleel, where are you at? <laughs> I don't know if Jaleel listens to the show. Yeah, he does. He okay, said well, we 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 Jaleel. Hook, hook, hook us up with the waffle iron. Jaleel, he got a waffle iron. You... He got a waffle iron and everything, bro. What's a waffle iron? He got a waffle iron for the purple Urkel, so you can make waffles with the Urkel face. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. But more importantly, he has his own line of ganja, and I think that, uh, Jaleel, if you do listen, I think it would be nice if you brought some over to Donald's house since you guys are friends. And Joel lives and nearby. Joel. You can drop right, and some Daniel, And Daniel and Joel. They both, they, they both got real close to the camera like, dude. We're ready. <laughs> I'll happily sample. All right, we have a guest, right, Joel? <laughs> we do. Let's, right, go we'll Let's go to right break. Let's go right back, and we have a fun guest for you. Be right back. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. 
but they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacoba's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacobas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms. And we're back. We're back. We're back from break. Welcome Ooh, back Lambda, from Lambda, break. Lambda and Omega Welcome Moon. back from break. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. When I wanna rock, I really wanna rock and rock because I'm making rock and rock to the 40th degree. I am the prison, the wizard, the when I wanna rock. Okay, ready? Okay, let's bring in our guests. <laughs> let's let's bring in the guests. We got a caller who gave us a holler. We can talk Star Wars or sing show tunes, you know, like a baller. Smoke some jazz cabbage. Maybe talk about the episode. So come on, Joel, let's get the show on the road. Give it up for April and Mikey! Hi guys, welcome to the program. Hi. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. Where are you where are you all calling from? Go for it, April. Oh, uh, we're from Portland, Oregon. Oregon okay. in the Portland. House. Portland Oregon in the, house, in the Donald. House. Donald, do you know any restaurants in Portland since you like to often reference restaurants in people's neighborhoods? I don't know any restaurants in Portland, but I do Have know you ever that, been to Portland? Didn't that Voodoo Donuts come from Portland? Isn't that from Portland? Yes, it does. There's some other contenders. Blue Stars are really good one. Voodoo Donuts is where like the tourists go, but there's a thousand good ones now all in that area too. It's it's nice. good. Like don't get me wrong. But Voodoo Donuts was the first, right? Voodoo Donuts was the first. I've never been to Portland. I I don't know anything about it other than what I've learned from watching Portlandia. There's the mm. Blazers. They have the Blazers. Shout out the Blazers. Shout out Dame the, Lillard and the Are they Portland called the Blazers Trail. because people like to blaze there? No, it's a trip. <laughs> They're the they're yes. the trail. They're the trailblazers. No, he's oh, right. Trail he's blazers. right. But also, no, just, yes. Also, yeah. Yes. I just thought I I think of the, my sweeping stereotypes that uh, they like ganja in Oregon, so it might be um, the, the 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 blazers. They should change their their mascot to a guy smoking a giant blunt. I would be behind that. 
<laughs> April, are you a gamer, April? Because you're in a gaming chair. I think that's her boyfriend's gaming chair. Yeah, my boyfriend, he's a videographer. So he was nice enough to let me use his setup today. Oh, okay. Does your boyfriend also play video games or does he just do video editing and stuff? Uh, he also plays video games. For okay, because sure. that chair, you know, Daniel, you know, doesn't that chair? Daniel, do you, when, you, um, when you're on your poll on Twitch, do you use a chair like that? Uh, no, I use the chair that I'm sitting in right now. I got my Herman Miller. But why don't you get um, something like April's in because that's what I associate gamers have. It's really it's comfortable. It's hard to it, it's it's a little bit harder to to twerk in a chair. Oh, like that. <laughs> and you know when when you're naked when you're naked, Daniel, your butt cheeks might stick to that kind of chair. I really need the aeration up in here. Yeah, sweaty butt. Yes. Oh. <laughs> How wait, is, hold uh, on. Wait, wait a second. I wasn't aware of this, Daniel. You're naked during your live stream. Yes. Twitches? Um, yes, of course. Why do you think people are tuning in? <laughs> You, you honestly, you honestly thought he was playing games with clothes on. I'm late to it. I'm late to this. That's this why just... people tune in. He's got a hairy got chest it. and he plays naked. Got it. That's He's the whole cell right there. His his tag is um, gamer bear. Gamer bear. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Sorry, um, uh, Mikey and April. Um, Tell us why why you're called in, or, or and how do first of all, how do you two know each other? Yeah, what's the connection? That's this is tied together. So um, I was actually in uh, a high school math teacher at an all girls private school, St. Mary's Academy here in downtown Portland, and I was April's math teacher when she was a sophomore, right, April? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then and then uh, it was actually one day in class, just kind of randomly, that she asked, "Oh, Mr. Bedney, do you like?" Uh, Scrubs, the TV show Scrubs. I'm like, oh yeah, and then we just started talking because it's you know like Scrubs, and that I'm not sure if a lot of your peers were watching Scrubs. April, I just kind of assumed no. No, um, I mean you were the first person I really actually had a conversation with about the show, and I think that that's kind of what cemented us still talking to this day. Oh wow! How old are you now, April? Uh, I will be 26 in October. Okay, so we're so talking 10 about years ago. 10 years ago, roughly, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and you guys, touch. and you formed a friendship over Scrubs. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Aww. That's so cool. April's the kind of person. So it's like she's an amazing human being, but it's like she also she she kind of slow plays you a little bit, right? Like she she can start out real quiet, or at least you did in a day. It might have changed April, but like she started really quiet, and then once we started talking about that, then it was like kind of an opportunity to get to know her more. And it's like, okay, well, I want to learn more about this person and and all that sort of stuff too. That's so. great. Was was April a good student? Yeah, I think so. You were already, April, you were also in, we don't have to get too nerdy, but like you were in the second year of algebra as a sophomore, which is not, right? Remember uh, when that right? That's right, but I was not very good at math, I will say. Mm -hmm. I'm better at other things. Maybe she was taking uh, algebra for the second time, Mikey. You don't remember. No. I don't <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's bright. She's, it's like a skill. So, you know, if she was in the right place, yes, I would say that she's good at math. Um, she doesn't Mike, I, I never liked uh, proofs. I thought that was a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, I think it's too early to introduce it at that age. I know what they're going for. They're trying to get you to use logic in a different way, right? But I, right. I do agree. Like, it was the I remember going through it. It was painful. Do they still do that to poor high school kids? I mean, I, it's one thing for, like, AP students. But why is, like, a, 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 like a, 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 when my school was level four, which is, like, not AP but right below, like, why do I have to learn to do that? 
so here's what I tell all my students, because you get in and everybody will tell you if they hate math or they love it, especially the parents, just FYI. So what I tell them <laughs> is like, it's all just training you how to think. So math is teaching you how to practice logic versus, you know, music and arts and stuff. So I think that is the intention behind learning proofs is like, we're just trying to build your logic in a different way. Oh, that didn't work. Okay. Let's try it with a different way. Oh, that right. didn't work. I wish I wish math would have been explained like that when I was a kid and that it was, you know, I try to explain to my kid now he, he plays soccer. He doesn't necessarily want to be a soccer player. He wants to play basketball. But I tell him the lessons that he's learning in soccer will transcend into basketball mm, later good. on. Right. And if things are explained. And, and so automatically he's like, well, I'm going to try and be the best soccer player I can be because that is going to make me a better basketball player. If things are explained to you like that, when you're a kid, at least I find when there's a bigger picture involved, instead of the right now, if a kid is really uh, intuitive, they, it's easier to, to, to sign in, not sign in. Uh, it's easy to get, it's easier to get invested. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish somebody would have said to me, this will build your uh, your logic-based logic. skills. This will build those skills. I wish somebody would have said that to me instead of, you're going to need it till you can count. Fucker, right. once you know how to count, being, math is over to like, me. Therefore, by the transitive property of association, and I was like, yeah, you guys got to be kidding me. I'm not going to need this shit. Come yeah. on. Come on. Teach me how to change my oil. Uh, that'll be right. more useful. Right. <laughs> that was the way when people would always ask to like, Mr. Benny, when are you going to use this? When are we going to use this? And that was, again, it's like, no, of course you're going to be able to look it up later. And no, you might not be able to do this. Again, focus on the big picture. We're building skills like pro problem solving with logic. Well, but, but I understand, by the way, but but I do understand like, okay, so I, I think I took some logic classes in, in college and stuff, but I, I do now understand why you might want to introduce the idea of the transitive property but it just felt a little young for it. I mean, unless you're like a super genius, like maybe April was, but I wasn't. Um, I also found it funny, like when I went to take an SAT prep course, they were like, okay, I know how they, they taught you how to multiply fractions like this in school. That's not how we do it. That's, that's, that's slow. Don't do, don't do that anymore. Do it like this. And I was like, well, why didn't they teach me how to do it like that before? <laughs> <laughs> like the way that I, a lot of the stuff that I now and occasionally I have to multiply a fraction or figure out a fraction is like the thing I learned in SAT prep, not what I learned in the public high school system of New Jersey. But that's not your fault, Mike. I don't blame you. And also, he's in Oregon. He's in Oregon. I know, in a private school, I think, probably. So there's lots of it different. Was, yeah, I've, I've since moved from teaching. I now work in a different field. But Oh, what do you do now? I work in the tech world. This is also like, I don't want to push the gun here because like, you know, there's this whole life advice piece I can ask you about later. Okay. So okay. Do you guys, let's go to normal order of things. Do you guys, either one of you have a question for us? Yes, I do. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop is one of my favorite movies. Mine too. And Me I know too, that you April. guys love it. We reference it too much on here. Too much. I don't complain. Okay. <laughs> But my question to you guys is, what is your favorite song off of the soundtrack? From Beverly Hills Cop? Yep. Neutron oh. Dance. <laughs> I'm it? so happy doing a Newtown dance. dance. Is it Neutron think, or Newtown? I think it's Newtown. I'm not sure. Joel, we look, it's, it's okay, Neutron. We don't even need my favorite. My out. favorite song is Tonight. Don't you want to fantasy? fantasy. Do you think I'm a nasty girl? Girl? It's when That's Prince when comes in. That's when they go to the strip club. Yeah, when Prince comes in. That's that um, Prince music. Yeah. Uh, vanity, right? Yeah, it's Vanity, but Prince wrote that song. 
tonight. Good question, April. You got to sing the Beverly Hills Cops soundtrack. He's like, hey, tag it. What does he say? What does he say? He goes, can you make sure that uh, I don't get club soda? Because if I drink that, I'm going to throw up. Hey, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> can you make sure to park this in a good place? Because all this shit happened last time I parked here. <laughs> yeah, dude, he got <laughs> all right, Great next movie. question. Go ahead. Uh, another question that I had for you guys is, I know that you both have worked on, like, quote unquote, kids films. Like you know, Big Fat Liar, uh, Chicken Little. What what was it like working on those sets? And was it different than other sets that you've been on? So with Big Fat Liar, I got to work with Sean Levy on his first project ever. He had directed maybe a episode of uh, what's the action show that the uh, the kid he he was he he's going to be on the show eventually as an intern. Uh, but he had a television show back in the day. Uh, where he was like an action hero. And I think Sean Levy directed one episode of that, and then he directed Big Fat Liar. And I just remember thinking, wow, this dude hasn't directed much, and he's, you know, this movie seems like it's going to be so big. Sean Levy's now grown to be, has gone on to be one of the biggest uh, power players in Hollywood and director, and and he's a great director and producer, actually. But in hindsight, being 2020, I just thought it was really, I think it's really cool now that I got to work with somebody when they first started. And now they're like one of the, you know, they've gone on to create some great things. I think she's asking, um, how, how was a set different when you're working on something that's for children? Oh, it's not different. Kids curse well, just as much as adults do. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, it is. What you talking about? You trying to tell me Frankie Munez don't curse? You trying to tell me Amanda Bynes didn't curse while we was making that movie? Oh, 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 I see. You're saying in your instance, the kids had potty mouths. I mean, not really, but I'm just saying kids. <laughs> it's funny that you say adults. that because Chicken Little was animated. So we're just, you know, we're in a sound booth. So but you did Cheaper by the Dozen just recently. I know. And, and Six Degrees of Sean Levy, as you started talking, Sean Levy directed the original, well, not the original, the Steve Martin version of, of Cheaper by the Dozen and is the executive producer of the Cheaper by the Dozen that I just did alongside Kenya Barris. Um, what's the difference? Um, the kids have very limited hours depending on how old they are. Mm -hmm. Um, as you get older, obviously they allow you to work longer, but very young children have very limited hours. So that's always tricky trying to get the scene that you need to get with even less time than you normally have. People definitely watch their cursing, although you're human beings like parents in front of children and you slip up and there's often a swear jar yeah. that gets filled. Yeah, there is. Um, I don't know if there's any other real difference. Yeah, I think you know. I think the, you know um, the, the, those are the, those are the main ones. I think the adults do their best to to not accidentally curse around the kids, and then the, and just dealing with the kids' hours. I think that's the only thing I can think of. I like kids' hours though, man. When you got kids on set, you know, okay, I'm only I going know. till I'm only Ten going hours. eight hours today, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, also, the kids have to go to school if you're during the. Um, the school year. So that's also tricky. In addition to their limited hours, I think uh, for three hours a day, they have to be in, in school. You know, they have a tutor in, a, in the trailer or something. So that's really tricky for them, too, because obviously they have to 
be educated. Um, it kind of that's where it's really crazy too. They'll come to work and then go to school for literally thirty minutes in between setups, and then come back to set. Yeah, they have to keep they have to bank all the time, and you can't do it in too short increments. Obviously, so they'll be like, okay, I, I got to put them in school yeah. for a half hour. We're oh, way yeah. behind on school today. So right. Have either of you established sort of like a mentorship relationship with any of those kids over the course of years? Every one of Zach's projects, he always has kids. And so I've seen I've seen a lot of like I'm I'm not gonna speak for him, but there are a lot of young people in Zach's life that I would say he mentors. Well, uh, Joey King, you know, was a, was a bit of a, a mentee. To me. Not mentee, but I felt like her uncle. And, you know, we did a bunch of projects together. I met her first on Oz the Great and Powerful when she was China Doll and I was the, monk, uh, the monkey. And then I just was blown away by her talent and I cast her in Wish I Was Here. And then again, every you know, every year the the girl got older. She her acting was getting better and better and better. And then when I made um, Going in Style, it was actually written for a young boy. And I said to Ted Melfi, who wrote it, you know, this young girl is so talented. I, I think it'd be more interesting to see Michael Caine interact with a, a teenage girl than a than a young boy. You know, what's it like for a grandfather to try and, you know, um, be a part of a teenage girl's life? And and now she's taken off in fact i think kissing booth the third version Sorry, of kissing the third booth just, ep, the third movie of kissing booth it just came out and she's you know she's gonna have a huge career she's in a new brad pitt movie and she's uh she's on fire it's um, crazy we knew her when she was 12 when she yeah. was uh, little... oh yeah when she was in with that movie the, the the scene with donald in which i was here donald you remember her yeah and she I actually was like... she was in um do you guys remember in the, one of the batman movies when is it supposed to be young Bane, you think it's a boy, but it ends up really her. Yeah. That was Joey too. She's young Talia Al Ghul or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is correct. And then there's another boy. There's a young boy in Cheaper by the Dozen who I took under my wing a little bit. Actually, th- these three uh, met him too because I brought him to Disneyland with us. Aww. So um, sweet, very sweet young boy, very talented. Uh, that I, I, I took under my wing. And I, apparently he occasionally listens to this podcast, even though it's so inappropriate and mm-hmm. he shouldn't be. So, Leo, if you're listening, turn it off now. <laughs> I sound like those parents at the award shows. Go to sleep, honey. Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. It's time for Portland, Oregon's favorite segment. It's time to fix your life. life. All right, go ahead, Mikey. Yeah, so uh, so I was a teacher for eight years, and then I switched careers into tech because um, it's just it's all encompassing. Like when I was working, I would have to work several extra jobs to make ends meet. Couldn't afford to have my wife on health insurance, and we wanted to start a family in the future. Like it's just it's just insane hours. So I was lucky enough to be able to switch into tech. So I'm now trying to figure out, like, there's nothing, and I've sort of accepted this, there might be nothing I will ever do again that is that meaningful. Like, you go home and you feel, like, good. Um, so what should I look for? Like, something that, you know, tech brings me uh, the ability to support my family. I've got a toddler now upstairs, and, um, and but I'm looking for something that also brings that level of fulfillment that teaching did back in the day. I got an idea. Go for yours, Zach. You know, when we were talking about you as a math uh, teacher earlier, I was also something I didn't say, but was that I would occasionally get really lost in math class and my parents would hire a tutor. We were blessed that they uh, we had enough money that they could hire a tutor. 
the tutor would come over and I'd be so confused and like on the verge of tears. And because it was one-on-one and he was a brilliant teacher, like within 30 seconds, he'd, he'd explain it to me. And I'd be like, wow, well, we have the rest of the hour. What else should we do? And he would just teach me more stuff. And it made such a difference. And I was always acutely aware that, that the access to someone like that was a function of my parents having money to afford such a thing. So what's the first thing that came to my brain is if there's a way for you to volunteer your genius and expertise for children, uh, high school kids uh, who don't have the economic uh, access to someone like you who's cool and befriends students and can talk in, in, in at their level and then also break it down, break things down that are super complicated that they're not getting. And, and I think the epiphanies you'd see in these kids' brains that would never have access to one-on-one like you would be very fulfilling. I'm getting lit up just by thinking about it. I agree. I, th- I, I don't know what you do in tech, but if there was a way that you could uh, what do you do in tech? Let me ask you that first. So right first. now I test software. I, the goal was to be able to move over to be a developer, but I've got an extra spin that I could tell you about after that. Um, okay. I like your idea. I can think about that. Well, I mean, I, I was going to say, if you're in tech and you're developing, why not develop some type of teaching software where you can, you know, put something out there for students like, april was to learn how to do math you know what i mean uh there are fun ways there's this game that my kid plays now called push the button and it's a math game uh on the phone and and you know before you know it he's multiplying by nine and you know he's not even thinking about it you know um and so um there's something there's something in that like i would i would look into you know once you get into the developing side, when you do get into that side, develop your passion. You you said yeah. you like teaching. Develop that thing. Develop Donald's teaching right. Apps. If you wanted to combine it with your with your knowledge of of software development, Donald's right. You could you could use your skill set as being a teacher for all those years. Clearly good at it because um, you know your students like you, and um, you know maybe you could develop some sort of game uh, that would that would help kids. You know, one of the things that a, a lot of students don't have when they get out of school is direction. And you've seemed to have found another direction after teaching, you know, and maybe you're te- maybe you teach them how to develop software. Maybe that's something you do. Maybe you teach your old students that skill set. You know, uh, I'm sure not everyone I'm sure not everyone is as put together as April. I'm sure you have students out there right now that are like, I'm so confused at what I'm going to do. You introduce them to the, your new world. You know, I'm just thinking if you went to. I know COVID is is tricky, so if it's maybe it has to be Zoom, if not in person, what have you. But pretend pretend the apocalypse is over. If you went to guidance counselors of some local public schools and said, "Hey, I used to teach. I used to, um, and I'm willing to to volunteer some of my time. If you have students, I don't want to deal with students. I'm not trying to force anyone to learn. If they don't want to learn, then if you know, I'm not here to try and force anyone. But if you have kids that really have potential but need a little extra help." I'm willing to volunteer and and, uh, and and help get them over some math humps. I just think that would be so incredibly rewarding yeah. for you. You 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 would see the difference in a child that would never his parents can't afford uh, to hire a tutor. And I just think that would if if it was me and I was a math teacher, I just think that would light me up. That would like make me so high on life. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. That, those are all actually legit. I- Hey, Mike, Mikey, Mikey, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.
Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old-school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L F R I E N D S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You guys were great guests, and um, I wish that we could end the episode with uh, Chris Martin's Fix You, but we're not allowed to. They, was, they will sue the shit out of us. No, I don't know if they'd come. It would for be it, the last. It would be this would be the last episode of Fake Doctors because we would be now focused on but, our but since lawyer we're not fees. To play it, I'm gonna. <laughs> since we're not allowed to play it, and Donald mentioned that my voice is fine as long as I'm not next to a professional, I will sing it. Go for Lights your. will guide you home. Doom and ignite. Your bones, doom, doom, and I will doom, try doom, to doom, fix doom, you. Doom, oh, beautiful! All right, you guys have been awesome guests. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. We love you, Donald. Count us out. Five, six, seven, eight. About a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, "Here's the stories that you all should know." Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacova's will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.